Disney World. I think I was 14 and I had these shorts on, but they were like, um, they were Roxy shorts. So I, they weren't, they weren't made to fit my hips at 14. So we were at Disney World and I was wearing these shorts and I was wearing a tank top because my mom was like, look, it's going to be hot. It was in Florida. It's hot as shit in Florida and it's humid. So we're walking around Disney World and we were walking like all day. So by the time, say two o'clock hits, like, 
it's scorching hot outside and I have this giant rash in between my thighs because they were rubbing together and I had never experienced anything like that I like I cried to go home because I felt so <laughs> bad is looking at you like you had a rash <laughs> what? Well, no, what he didn't say anything oh. <laughs> what are you okay. alright anyway, right. no it was like cha- it was <laughs> it was chasing and it was oh, like Robert. it was just like raw meat, like my thigh. Like this, I would like the, for you not to show me the top of my but, thigh. Okay, you're still showing me because it's it's not raw now. Can you close your legs? Right, you close your legs. I have to raw meat with your legs. Oh my oh, god! And then like my legs because my thighs rub together a lot. Like it's it's starting to get black right there because yeah. it just constantly rubs, mm-hmm. and so it's black right. All the rest of me is brown, and then right there. I don't there. think the water needs to know that you got black ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But these are problems that thick girls go through that nobody talks about. Well, some thick girls. Some girls. What don't... thick girl thighs don't rub together? Mm-hmm. Right. I, so. Some some girls got that that giant gap where they like the, the thighs don't touch together. Wow. It doesn't. Isn't the doesn't thighs don't touch? It's like. It's like this. That's Black Twitter's definition of thigh gaps. <laughs> well, that's the thigh gaps. Definition. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm a thick boy, uh, so I was like, represent. But um, I also go through chafing in the thigh area. Um, that's gay. <laughs> that's not gay. How's he getting chafing the thigh area? <laughs> this is how my body is done. What the fuck are you doing? Relaxing. <laughs> Goddamn child. But um. Yeah, I I was told by my family that um, I'm I'm built like my mother, mm. so uh, I have a apparently I have a girl body. Um, mm. So my lower half is real uh, uh, um, big. Okay. So you could have said voluptuous. Mm, I don't feel like I need to use that word. Okay. So I, I was trying I to. Particular body. It was, it was a compliment. I, I, uh, that so what? Much shit. Um, <laughs> what are you even talking about? Who knows? Not you. <clears throat> but I um, also have problems with keeping jewels for a long time. My jewels last longer than three months. But um, <laughs> Don't shave me. <laughs> but I do have Don't come for me. Yeah. Um. What's another issue that I go through being thick? Well, I can never find a shirt to fit me. I wear a... a you? Neck. Yeah. Well, let me fit it. It's me, bitch. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I have to like go up a size that can fit the rest of my body because of my breast. And oh, wow. You have it so hard. <laughs> let me tell you something. You're not going to piss me off. <laughs> It's my life, my experiences, is how I feel, nigga. Okay, great. Did you hear that? No. Proceed. I'm done now. Okay, it's me again. Um, yeah, I my boobs are humongous, and but I don't think that's a thick girl problem. I think that is considered in the thick region of mm. like the thick category. These small girls. We have a friend who has big boobs and absolutely nothing else. That was shady. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> That's not shady. That's, That's how her body is. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just how her body is. People, you can have big boobs and, and not have anything else. That's true. So, but in in your case, in my case, that does contribute to the right? Um, I also have this issue because I have big man titties. <laughs> so when I shop for shirts. I have to make sure that they're covered up um, and they don't stick out as much because I also have like chronic um, hard nipple. So <laughs> I don't think I that's don't a cr- that cro- I don't think that's a chronic thing. It's a, I feel like you just you made, made that, that up. Chronic yeah. nippleitis. So that's not a thing. My nipples are usually really hard when I wear um, <laughs> shirts, so I try to get shirts that kind of hide that. So I can definitely identify with um, these problems that y'all are talking about when it comes to thick hoes. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a thick hoe. I'll consider myself a thick lady. What? Oh. 
sorry. <laughs> a fucking hate you. A thick queen, if you will. Hey, not God. not you, you dickhead. I am. No, a you, thick queen. You've pissed me off fifteen times today. <laughs> Did she count? Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else? Yeah, it's really hard to find shirts. Um, I have to find something that fits my boobs, and then usually it doesn't fit anywhere else. Like it's really long, or it just it's freaking stupid. Um, what else? I don't have a big butt. That's a plus. So I don't have to worry about jeans. I always worry about jeans, like especially for like my hips and stuff. I have to. I have really skinny like legs, but I have a lot of hip and thigh. So I have to wear like a sixteen, and it'll fit my hips, but it'll be like baggy, like um, towards like my ankle or whatever, because I it just I don't know, shape weird, but okay. in a good way. Okay. Mm. Um. Mm, excuse me, sorry. Um. Oh, and then I have this surprise piece of fat. In between <laughs> my arm and my armpit, I have that too. Have that? Yeah, you know what that is. That's no. that's breast that's breast material in in your armpit. That's that doesn't sound safe. It's that doesn't sound it's safe. Like in like layman's terms, it's titty meat in your armpit. That doesn't sound safe. I, I don't feel too. like it should be there. Yeah, because my like... aunt my aunt had it. She had to go get a, a breast reduc- breast reduction. <laughs> And <laughs> and they told her she asked them what it was and they're like oh that's some of your breast meat that that's crazy how my titties are so big that it goes over to my arms slip right up in there. <laughs> I need to get a, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell I'm gonna go to the doctor and I'm gonna tell them that I'm having like problems like back problems so that I can have it on my insurance mm-hmm. so that I can get a breast reduction. Are you having? Never mind. <laughs> no, I don't have back problems. I thought I said never mind. I didn't want you to say it. I don't have back problems, though. Because they did, like, an investigation, and then they heard the show. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anybody. Hope you I'm get some back it. problems. <laughs> Wait, wow. Why would you? Oh, what's wrong with you? No, I have, chest, I have chest problems. Is this normal? My chest cracks. Like, you know, like, knuckles crack? Like, my chest does that. <laughs> like and I feel like it's because my boobs are can like Can you sleep on your back? I don't like to. I can, but Does I don't. it like like when you sleep on your back like kids like My titties uh, separate and oh. it opens my chest up. That's a good Okay, thing. good. I can sleep on I don't like to sleep on my back, but I like to sleep on my stomach and but I just have to separate them and then I get, <laughs> and then I get on my stomach. But I my chest cracks. I think it's because my titties are like pulling, pulling stuff down on my chest. Like if I if I stretch my chest out, it will crack. Do it like a knuckle. No, because if it doesn't crack, it hurts until it cracks and then it it. That is so weird. Yeah, and I and every time I ask somebody about it, they'll be like, "You need to go to the doctor." <laughs> I thought it was a normal thing because it like. It's like a knuckle, but I don't think this is supposed to crack like a knuckle. But it it does exactly what a knuckle does. Like if you if you push down to crack a knuckle and it has to crack and it doesn't crack, it hurts yeah. until it cracks. That's annoying. So, have you ever had like shorts on and like like a thong and like you walking down the stairs and then your butt claps on accident? Like you walking down the stairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just me. What? <laughs> What are you that's a thick girl pro- that's a thick girl pro- that's happened to me multiple times like if I'm like wearing like a dress or I have on shorts say I'm wearing a thong even if I'm not wearing a thong I'm walking down the stairs you hear the <laughs> like my butt clap sometimes I'm not trying I don't have a big butt like that it just claps Not at all. And she was excited about it too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Y'all ass never clap when you walked downstairs. No. I I genuinely thought a lot of thick girls experienced that. Mm. 
Sorry for trying to share a moment and just it didn't work. The world know that, your body's just so good. that doesn't ah. that doesn't mean that means I have fl- fat flapping everywhere. I have fat flapping everywhere. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um what's another thing that you experienced? Well that was one. Right. Was another one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to number two. Um, uh, I had to really think about this. Okay, we don't have time. Uh, (laughs) Right. Oh, oh, okay. The store. Okay, so I was on Facebook the other night, and I was um, there's this thick white girl, um, who's or is she Asian? Whatever. Either Asian or white. <laughs> and she's really upset because people say that thick girls can't wear crop tops. And she's like, well, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. So I'm going to continue to wear these crop tops. Now, here's my thing about crop tops. I used to wear crop tops when my stomach was smaller. Now that it's a little fudded. I'm not wearing no crop top because I don't want my stomach fat to be jiggling in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I got back rows and front rows. And I'm I not wearing no crop top. I don't feel comfortable. And I don't... Like, if I wore like high-waisted shorts, like now... Yeah, co- yeah, and it had to be loose enough. So like when they're... So when it's on my stomach, my fat not coming out, spilling over. Yeah, yeah I can't I do wear, that. I do it anymore but i would wear a crop top but the crop top has to be kind of long and it has to be like Mm -hmm. like i can't like like literally like one inch of skin has to show a tiny bit of skin will show but then again i got eczema right there so Mm -hmm. i don't like to show that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. see i'm not i was never one to really show a lot of skin i still feel uncomfortable showing skin and all the other stuff so it when it comes to crop tops even if i I feel like if I had the stomach, I might wear it or be more obligated to, not obligated, but be more choosy to wear it. That's not a good word to use. Whatever, we're rolling with it. Yep, rolling with it. But even then, I would still feel uncomfortable. Like, it's a lot of skin, girl. I'm showing a little bit too much of yourself. Like, just reel it back in. This is, I don't know. My, I was raised by old school country people. So. Them and showing a lot of skin, even if you have the body for it. Like, I couldn't get a bikini until I was, like, 17 years old. <laughs> so. Well, um, my mom was a nasty girl. <laughs> so. Um, that's so. also something that the world doesn't <laughs> so, Yeah, you didn't need to tell showing that. Showing skin okay. and stuff was a thing. So, I mean, I, I've never, I just got into, like, like club attire and stuff. Like people go to the club in like a thong and a half shirt. I don't understand how you can do that. Like how you can feel comfortable around people with everything flapping. Like even if you don't have like anything to flap, just everything out in front of everybody. Like that makes me uncomfortable. And and I see people do it all the time. <clears throat> That's never been me. I'm Not just at now all. Starting to like have my legs out. I've always been a tomboy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just starting to wear dresses and I still am uncomfortable 100% of the time. <laughs> but I still wear them. I don't know why it's stupid. But yeah. I don't. Do you have a problem with females wearing crop? I mean, thick girls wearing crop tops? Um, not really. I just think that thick girls should just, they should know their body and they should know what to wear well that goes with everybody but um thick girls can look really good in um clothes that smaller girls wear they just have to find the right (coughs) material to pull it off because you'll see (coughs) this is a problem that i have um like friend groups they like to dress alike Mm. and like i'm in college and i see that like they dress alike and i'm like we're not but you'll like you know stereotypically, and it's kind of true. Being at an, an HBCU, um, there's always like a thick girl in the group um, that's wearing like the same type of 
material and the same type of clothing <coughs> that the other girls are wearing, and she just looks so uncomfortable. I'm like, why do you have to dress like that? Like, I, I feel like it's an identity problem or some insecurity issues because I've seen some thick girls like kill it. Like, there'll be like a maybe like a slim thick girl that walks in the room, but then you have like this full curvy woman walking the room after her, and like all attention is on the curvy girl because she knows how to dress. She knows her. She knows her angle. She knows how to um, what to. What she knows what fits to. her. Yeah, she knows what fits her. She knows what to draw attention to, what not to. Like, she looks good. So it just all depends on like a confidence level. Pretty much. I mean, if you confident looking like an asshole, then I mean, <laughs> you know, what you do. that's crazy. But you look stupid. Like some girls just look stupid because they have they be trying to like you know squeeze into like a, a medium when you are large or extra large. Like just wear the size that you have and just make it work. But. I didn't come to terms with that. Like, and like when I was a teenager, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to wear a large, I have to wear good extra large. Oh, I feel so fat. So I would, I could fit a medium at a time, but then I got bigger. So I would try and get back into my medium shirts and I looked a plum fool. Like it looked crazy. <laughs> like I had my love handles coming out and all the other stuff. So now that I'm older, I'm okay with wearing having to wear a large or extra large shirt or uh pants that aren't a size six because that fits me there's stuff that's cute in my size that looks good and it fits me and i'm not gonna look dumb yeah i think that's the issue i think um thick girls or big girls think that there's not gonna there's no cute selection for their size but there is you just have to know um, where, where to, to go, go where might to have to look. go online you, might, you probably have to go online because most <clears throat> stores like um, H&M and um, like Charlotte Russe like they're plus size H&M um, has a plus size? I've yeah. never seen H&M plus size I think so I've seen Forever 21 plus size I'm even thinking of Forever 21 um, H&M doesn't they have it online Oh, okay. Yeah, they have it online. But anyway, yeah, like, or you might have situations like that where you love H&M clothes, but it's only, like, the plus sizes are only online. So I just feel like um, we just don't know, or not me, because I know. Some females just don't know where to go or where to look. and But that doesn't mean that you just decide, okay, well, I can't find whatever I want to find in my size. So I'm just wear this small. But that's the problem. Like, I don't, I, there's a lot of people who are not willing to put in the work to find these pieces because they're so, I know I had this problem with me when I was younger. Um, it's so easy for smaller guys to just walk in the store, grab something and go. And that's the type of shopper I am. I don't really like to lollygag in the store like um, other people. I like to look for something, get it, and go. But I can't because I'm bigger. So a lot of the choices that are in, like, 2X and up are, like, whack. And then most um, stores don't carry my, my pants size. So it's harder to look. Like, I don't know if any of y'all have noticed, but I haven't worn jeans in, like, a year and a half. Wow! So, I haven't worn jeans in like a year and a half, so. Yeah, that like, is crazy. I think I wore jeans once at Betty F, and then before that, it was like a year and a half since I oh put on God. a pair of jeans because I find other the pants that I find just aren't denim. That's so, so crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, wow. I'm th- you have like khaki pants that. Or like a black pair. You haven't worn actual jeans. jeans. I just noticed that. Mm. 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 Is it because you're you're saving them, or you said? Oh, (laughs) that was the whole point. (laughs) No, it's all right. Sorry, saving them for later or? (laughs) Zoned in, came back out. Zoned out, came back in. Where'd you go? Which Y'all listen to some wild shit. <laughs> I like, didn't. I caught myself. What? <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh. But it's okay, but Thick dudes are in now. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a minute? Okay. So. Uh, so sorry. I'm yelling. 
So hurry up. In the in the winter, like the following winter, you know, it's cuffing season or whatever, and um, the thicker dudes are in, and I don't appreciate it um, because we're here to stay and we're here all year round, and you know, if you just give us a chance, you'll find out that we're better than these skinny niggas, and um, you know, we'll just give it a try. Uh, also, side note. <coughs> Dark skin has been in and forever, will always be and will in stay. And has been in all the time. Since the beginning of time. Don't let this Black Lives Matter movement fool you with this melanin bullshit. Chocolate all day. About. Now, supposedly everybody's just into dark skin niggas. We've been here since day motherfucking one, and we will stay here till <laughs> the end so of bad? goddamn time. Amen. So, with Why that so being bad? said. When, you know, this whole Black Lives Matter movement is over or whatever. I'm still going to be black as fuck. Still show these dark-skinned niggas and And women, yes, please. Because we're here and our melanin is scorching. When I was in um, high school, no, middle school, a dude told me that I was cute for a dark-skinned girl. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have these problems. Yeah, because you're light-skinned. Wow. How am I the Go ahead, Jabari. Hit him with a humble breath. <laughs> I don't have these problems. It's not brown skin. No, <laughs> I'm brown, I'm not light skin. I don't understand I why. I said brown skin. I don't, no, I'm not talking about you. Kiana I was light skin. I don't understand why everyone thinks I'm light skin. I'm not. I'm in between. I am brown skin. I am a brown girl. And I like being brown. I'm not saying that I don't have these problems and that's a bad thing or it's, it's a good thing. I just don't. I don't go through that. But you didn't have to say that. I mean, but, you could have just true. moved on from I made the subject. A true but you could have just moved on from the subject. Y'all had a whole quarrel about. Y'all had a whole quarrel about dark skinned people. Spell quarrel. And, <laughs> and I'm not dark skinned, so I don't know that. I mean, that's cool. But you ain't had to say that. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so. I love dark skinned people. Anyway, back to the back to the back to the <laughs> back to the the subject at hand. Um, right, because you changed the subject. We wasn't even talking about dark skin niggas. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, show you know thick niggas you know love. I think there's a term for it. I think they're called bears. That might be like a gay thing. I think yeah. Thing. I don't know. I've been called bear a lot, so I don't well, know. Yeah. But um, you know, show us some love. You know, you got thick men without beers. You got thick men with beers. Okay. You know, you're not about to talk about give me what the, you don't me, have. That's not what we talking, talking about. The different type of thick niggas. All right. Okay. All right. No. No. no, 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 no. Just here. It's okay. It's all right. You're messing up the mic. <laughs> it's not moving around a lot. Anyways, um, I think niggas with beers is like the equivalent to a naturalista. Like the well, way yeah, they, they have to take care of their they beard, pamper their like hair, their facial hair, the beard butter, so which is a great a product. Beard, why? Why are you taking Whoa. shots at yeah, that? Not, he why? never said he didn't have I'm a beard. Not. He did. He did. Yes. Uh, I said there's niggas with beard, thick niggas with beards, and thick. Niggas yeah. Without. See, he never said they he didn't need have. Need to know beard. that I don't have a beard. I'm not throwing shots at you. I'm. T- I'm saying when you do get one. You have to take care of it just like we take care of our natural hair. You have to do deep conditioning treatments. Thanks for the tips. Thanks. Thanks for the... <laughs> You're Moving welcome. That's what we're here for. I'm not Moving trying on. to be <laughs> You have to take care of your hair just like we take care of ours. Yeah, y'all trim the the split ends. Beer feet split ends. Weird. I didn't know that happened. That's so weird. I didn't know either. I think you told me that. Yeah. This dryer like had some slit ends in his beard, <laughs> and I trimmed them. But why y'all put it out in my business? I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Hey. Are you embarrassed because of that? Nope. Because his beard is flourishing right now. Mm, I don't want to talk about this anymore. But hair gets split ends. Beard butter, deep conditioning, and trimming. You know your pubic hair gets split ends, so you need to trim that. You know, do what you gotta do. Okay, we're definitely not talking about pubic hair. I don't care, my. Oh wait, no. Yep. No. Anyways. Um, so yeah, you made me forget what we were talking about initially. Uh, thick niggas, or thick people. Yeah. Um. I was saying thick dudes were in now, and he yeah. was saying like. But why? 
them uncomfortable? No, I'm, I I know why, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying why now people are starting to get into thick niggas. Like. Because... Go ahead, Javon. I think the, the standard of beauty in America is starting to change. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the the muscular aesthetic is not the only type of, like, attractive, attractive type of man. So we have, you know, some, uh, I want to say front runners in this thick movement. Um, you, you got Rick Ross, DJ Khaled. Um, there's this dude on Vine. My aunt's in love with I him. forgot what his name was. Um, but you have like these frontrunners who are like coming out and and it's all in the way that they carry themselves and their confidence. So um, there's all types of you know guys that are attractive to women and men now, um, and indifferent because the stand. I feel like the standard of beauty is changing as far as men is concerned. Um, yeah, I think that, I think nowadays people's, um, confidence level, level is higher because, (laughs) (laughs) because because back in the day, like, thick niggas wasn't out and about, (laughs) like, hey, I'm thick and, and that's it. Like, now it's like, yeah, it's thick nigga season and blah, 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 but, if like if you weren't if you didn't have like a body, you weren't taking pictures with your shirt off on social media and stuff like I that. I still don't see thick niggas taking pictures with their shirts Are off. Are you kidding me? It happens all the time. I see a wife beater and I'm okay with that. I'm not what? You're the problem. Because <laughs> she was about to say something disrespectful. I was. But <laughs> there's it's to an extent. Like I don't want anyone sitting on my, my fat roll. If they want their titties out on social media, that's their oh, business. Okay, Jabari. Some people shouldn't do it, though. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, he has breasts like Larger mine. Larger than mine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like mine. Wait, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> he looks like... Nah, I'm not going to cry. Never mind. Okay, so yeah. there is such a thing as false confidence. Now... This false, this false sense of confidence, you know, like these. Let's take American Idol for example. You know, people go to American Idol and they say that you know they can sing, and then you um, do interviews with the family, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's such a great singer," and then they go in there and they sound terrible. There are people not telling these other people that they look utterly dumb. I thought you were about to say disgusting. Well, disgusting too, because like, you know, like I said before, there's a way to dress and a way to carry yourself at any size. Mm -hmm. So like, I have titties and I'm not going to be on Twitter with my titties out like, woo! Like, I'm not going to do that. You know? There's a difference. Like, when when it comes to bigger people, you can't be sloppy. That's the that's the thing. You cannot be sloppy. You shouldn't be sloppy at any. You sh- the person people size. shouldn't be sloppy at all. But it it really draws attention to the eye when a person is one on the bigger side mm-hmm. of the Absolutely. scale, and then is a sloppy person. Maybe, right. Um, you your clothes aren't fully put together, or maybe you just seem like you're just not. Taking you care of yourself. Like, yeah. yeah, like, there's there's a huge difference between, like, there's a, okay, yes, thick men are more attractive, but they, they're taking care of themselves, they're dressing up, right. they're looking great, haircuts are fresh, or dreads are fresh, beards are nice, no beards are nice, fresh shade, whatever you're doing, it you're, you're you look she put together. I didn't say anything, and you're drawing attention to the conversation. <laughs> you made no, faces. I didn't say anything. You made faces. Okay. <laughs> and well, anyway, thank you. Um, now I'm um president of the Dusty Squad, so you know I am a full twenty five eight member of the Dusty Squad. So, but when I dress, you Dusty and but yeah, that's what I was about to explain. Like. I'm dusty, but, like, the dusty clothes that I wear are clean, you know? 
Like, I don't smell like a trash can when I walk outside the house. So, and a lot of big people and, you know, people alike need to understand that because there is more attention, just like you said, there's more attention to bigger people because, you know, we're just bigger and, you know, America leads us to believe that, you know, people who are like 10 pounds overweight are like obese. According to this weight chart, I'm like for my like for my height, I'm obese. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think um I'm, I don't care. I'm two eighty, and for a five seven dude, I think I'm supposed to be like one. You're five seven. Four, I think like five seven, five eight. I thought you were like five ten. I thought you were like five nine. I'm five. I may be five. He's nine. five seven. You're taller than him. You're five seven. Oh well, I gotta be like five eight, five nine there. So. I think you're five. Nine. Yeah, I think you're like five nine. Oh, okay. But um, don't, don't. Wow, he's wow, bragging. But I didn't even say. All right, so, <laughs> but yeah, like I, as far as like you know, your dress or whatever. I mean, you wear what you want, but you know, just don't look sloppy. You know, if you don't want people talking, because I mean, people gonna talk regardless. So, I mean, do what you want to do. But if you want to look impressive, take pride in you know the way that you look. Bars. Yeah, just make sure you take care of yourself no matter what size you are. Be comfortable in your own skin. If you take care of your body. Yeah, take care of your body. If you yeah. don't want to be bigger and you don't want to be a part of thick club, lose weight. You got to get up, go for a run. Some people are healthy, but they still look like they're like they're still thicker. Like not everyone everyone's healthy is a six-pack and pecs or you know, toned abs, everything like that. Not everyone's healthy body weight is going to be what, like, someone else's is. Like, I can't be 108 pounds. If I'm 108 pounds, I'm dead. That's just not how my body type works. I um, know I know skinny people who go up a flight of stairs and can't breathe. Like, because they're not healthy <laughs> so I don't want people to think that just because you're small that means that you're healthy because that's not true at all and just because you're big doesn't mean you're unhealthy yeah so and I, right. not big but thicker plush I like plush plump plump pleasantly plump pleasantly plump voluptuous <laughs> as one of my best friends would say large and in charge mm. um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have um, three different questions. Yeah, ask away, girl. Okay, girl. The first one is, okay, well, I'll explain it first. Um, I saw an article about this pedophile Ooh. who was getting, he was getting ready to be executed. But you know how they give you like a last meal? His request was a child for his last meal. I don't know what to, and you are a horrible person. <laughs> I don't know if it was to eat. That's not funny. <laughs> no, that's not funny. I don't know if it was to eat or to like have sex with for the last time. But my question is, what is is that okay? I mean, are you seriously asking if it's okay for a guy to ask for a child as their last meal? Yeah, because they were explaining in the article like, oh, that's they're so supposed sad. to give you whatever you ask for. If you said that, there are, it who, doesn't say whose child are they going to pluck from the crowd to go get molested or eaten? We don't know or which or one. eaten. I'm pretty sure they're not going to just kill a child just so a, a, a man can eat. That's breaking the law. I don't Something know. breaking law. I have a better question. What would be your last meal, Kiana? Mm, ask Janice first. I have to think about it. Okay. Why? Because it's, it's a serious question. A cookout tray. Double burger. <laughs> <laughs> double burger with cheese and bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, 
mayonnaise. Um, my two sides would be <laughs> a bacon wrap and a beef quesadilla. And for the drink, I would have a large tea, half tea, half lemonade, light ice. I want my last meal to be all my favorite foods. <laughs> I would want to be baked beans. All my favorite foods. <laughs> Like I like, I want fried chicken legs, some macaroni and cheese, some green beans, or somebody's bad macaroni and cheese. Some my my grandma's sweet potato pie and a slice of red velvet cake with some Kool Aid. You can just mix all the packets together with a bunch of sugar. Let my mama make it. She know how to make it. And I don't think your mama's gonna be there. My mom is gonna be there at my execution. I don't think she's worried about if the Kool Aid is gonna be good. If it's my last meal, she might as well. She's already losing me. She ain't got nothing else to lose. Uh, I feel like, okay. Alright, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that and um, a, a chocolate chip mint milkshake and some thin mints. Okay. Yeah, all that. That's a lot. Uh, for my last meal, I want oxtails, um, rice, uh, yeah. and bee- rice and peas with uh, the oxtail gravy on the rice and peas, some macaroni and cheese, some cabbage. I would also like a beef patty as well as a chicken patty with cocoa bread on both and some water. That'll be mine. But yeah, um, I just thought that was crazy. Like, But I don't know if they like gave him a child. <laughs> but I don't think I want to know that outcome of that story. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. So? I don't understand why you're upset. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, so, okay, my second question is natural or relaxed hair. What do you think I'm going to say? I mean, what, what's, what's the difference with your, what, have you ever been relaxed? Yes. Yes. What, (laughs) what was your experience with being relaxed? Well, and, and now that you're natural, I got a real bad perm one time, and the back of my head was bald. So <laughs> now I'm natural. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's really bad. Like I had to get a bob, and like they had to like shape up the back so it wouldn't look that bad. It was crazy. It was really okay. Bad. So what? That is my question. What are your experiences, or what were your experiences with being? Um, relaxed and what are your experiences with being natural what's the difference um either well actually being natural is a lot more maintenance but when it comes to that it it is it feels healthier you don't have to worry about scratching your hand every two weeks or your head burning because it's the relaxer is literally like chemicals seeping into your body and that could damage you over time and that's not good for you. Now, I have no problem with people with relaxed hair. If I were to ever cut my hair, like, and get, like, a nice little hair, keep me a shortcut, I'd get, like, a kitty perm. So it wouldn't be that damaging to my scalp or whatever. And, like, have it, like, you know, flat or whatever. But. I, I feel like you're describing the, um, the Mama Delta cut. <laughs> that's literally what you just the described. The Mama Delta cut. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, the mixed kid mama cut. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so something like that. With the little highlights, too. Yeah. Mm, 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 yep. Mm, mm. But, um. I think you. But I'll actually. Qualifi- qualification to have mixed kids if you if you do that. And then have the highlights and all that. Like, that's. I gotta have a certain qualification. Yeah. Dang. Um. <laughs> but, yeah. But I honestly. Even though being natural can sometimes be a headache, sometimes I don't feel like twisting my hair. Sometimes I don't feel like untwisting my hair. Um, sometimes I don't feel like pulling my hair back or doing other stuff for it to look professional in professional setting because natural hair, quote unquote, is unprofessional, which to me is stupid. Um, but I still love it because it went. I went through a journey to to be natural. And it, it kind of helped me build confidence within myself because when I was younger, I had, like, zero self-confidence. Like, none. So it made me accept a lot of things about myself that I didn't accept before. So for me, my natural experiences, I would take 
over my relaxed experiences, even though I had to have the relaxed experience to get to the natural experience. So I'll take both, but I love being natural now. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, when I was relaxed, um, it was very annoying because... Well, the reason, the real reason why I went natural is because I couldn't afford relax. I couldn't afford getting my hair done every few weeks in college. I just didn't have the money to do it. I didn't have a job freshman year, and nobody was going to pay for my hair. So I was like, well, I might as well just <laughs> go natural because <laughs> I already had a short haircut. <laughs> so I was like, well, I, this is good. I'm, I my hair is already short, so I can just start from here, and it wouldn't be that bad. And I ended up hating my life. Um, <laughs> I was bald headed for a couple months. Yeah. Wow, it was so bad. And I, I oh god, it was so bad. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> of my nerves. Um, but yeah, I I hated it. I hated it. Um, hated I thought it. I was ugly. I, everything that I put on, like, for the day, I was like, this looks stupid because I'm bald. And it was just, <laughs> you're a dick. And it was just a bad time. But when I was relaxed, I did my mom um, graduated from beauty school. That's what that picture is. Um, she graduated from beauty school, so she did my hair all the time. So, um... She used to put box perms or boxed relaxers in my hair. And box relaxers are the worst kind of relaxers for your hair. If you are going to do it at home, you have to do it with the relaxer in the jar, mm. they say. And she was doing it with the box for years and years and years. And I had split ends and it would get really oily and it just wasn't, it just wasn't good. Um, then we started to do the jar relaxers. No, before we did that, um, I think we forgot to put an ingredient in the box perm or something and put it in, and my hair fell out. Actually, the very first time that I got, you know how black girls are always saying, oh, when I was little, my hair used to be down my back. Yeah, that's, that's really But that was really my life, though. Like, my hair was long down my back, my natural hair. And I think I was like, I think I was like 12 or 13. Yeah, it was really long when I first met you, though, too. Mm, it wasn't that long. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was longer memories. than that. But, yeah. It wasn't like down your back, but it was like. To my shoulder, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good length. Um, medium hair. Medium, yeah. So, I, um. After I, um, what was the thing? Yeah, after I um, got my first relaxer, all of my hair fell out. So then I had to start all over again, but I had to keep getting perm, I mean relaxers. So um, it just wasn't, after that, it just wasn't in good shape ever. I had good days. Like I remember I went to the shop like once or twice and they did like a, What's it called? A wrap? Yeah. A silk wrap. A silk wrap. They did that, and it was so beautiful. I used to love a silk wrap. Yes. Oh, my hair was, oh, it was so pretty. But. And then it wore off. (laughs) Yeah, when it wore off, it wouldn't be good. And then I experimented with coloring my hair. My hair was honey blonde. I've never dyed my hair. I dyed my hair once. It was honey blonde, but it came out to be like a light brown, reddish, reddish, lightish brown. Um, It was still pretty. But that also messed up my hair because I was too lazy to do the things that you're supposed to do for colored hair. So that ended. And then, um, yeah, like I said, I got to college. Um, I cut all my hair. Well, not all of it, but I got my short haircut. Didn't have the money to get You're trying to be Fantasia with me. (laughs) I loved my short hair. But it's just that my fat roll was out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So then I decided one day that I was just going to cut all the perm out. Or you relaxer. cut it yourself or you went to the store? I cut it myself. And immediately um, regretted it. 
<laughs> after that. I used to cry to my um, old roommate all the time. I just be like, I'm so ugly. I'm getting a relaxer tomorrow. I can't do this anymore. And she would just tell me, no, Janice, just keep with it. Like, be patient. You're going to love it when it gets longer, blah, blah, blah. And now I do. I started flourishing, like, um, in November. November 11th is my third year anniversary. I'm having a dinner at Applebee's. Okay. I'm not playing games this time. I don't remember my natural hair anniversary. I know it was around Christmas time now. <laughs> He's so jealous. It's of like me. in December sometime. I can't it's been so long. I don't know. I remember that I've day. Cut my hair I cried so that day. But yeah, um and oh, ever yeah. since then, I mean I've done like little trims and stuff, but nothing nothing major. And it's she's just out here flourishing. She actually is um down I have a picture. I think it's like right here when I take a curl and pull it. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. She's out here flourishing. I love being natural. It is a lot to do. I'm lazy with a lot of things, but for some reason, I'm not lazy about my hair. It's That's really good. it's really weird. Like, I really will. I don't care if I'm tired, sick. Like, I will sit there and take out the time to do whatever with my hair. So, I love it. That's good. I've been lazy with my hair before. And yeah, I've seen you do it. <laughs> I'm still here. So, um, lazy okay. versus... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, lazy. I Relax versus natural. Um, I like both. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, but I've been trying to do better all the other stuff because i got to take care of my roots. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so this is my third and final question. Um, should foreigners be able, should they be able to speak English when coming to live in Virginia or America? I have this question because um, at my job, a lot of Spanish people come in there, but they don't know English, like at all. And then sometimes they'll have someone there who does speak English to translate for them, and other times they don't, like it, like it was three of them. And none of them could speak English. And they were trying to explain something to me. And I'm just like, no, no, it's been No, it's been Well, I mean, no, they knew. It's not. Really it's not. <laughs> I was speaking Spanish. And I'm like, and they're just like, oh, well, we don't know. No, no, no. No, say, no, say. And we're just having this battle with three words because I don't know what they're saying and they don't know what I'm saying. And, I, and it pisses me off that like Spanish people are not Spanish people. If you go into a store that's like people mainly speak English, why don't you have someone to translate for you? Or why don't you know how to like that irritates me? Well, I personally, it's a lot to it. I personally feel like, if you do choose, if you are an immigrant coming into America, I feel like you you should learn how to speak English. As I feel as Americans going into another country should learn how to speak that other country's language. Now, some people who come into our country aren't legal immigrants. And if they are coming in here illegal, illegally, I'm not saying all people have this, but some people probably don't have the means to learn how to speak English. But I don't have that proper education to do so. They have to learn English all on their own from somebody else. Um, well, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. But America doesn't have a, a national language. I like, said Virginia. Virginia also doesn't have I a said Virginia language. and then I said or America. Well, well the predominant <laughs> language in America is spoken is English. It is, it English. is English, but, but America is such a melting pot that like most jobs are like, if you can't speak Spanish, so I think it's important for people to learn or at least be able to carry a conversation or simple conversation in other languages. Um, I'm not going to say it's required for somebody to learn English, but I mean, it's going to be a very tough time um, communicating with people outside of your own culture. A lot of um, Hispanics and uh, Asian people, they stay in their own communities. So they important to learn at least basic 
you know, conversation, conversational words and sentences because if not, there's going to be a huge disconnect and a lot of people are not going to have the patience to deal with somebody talking to them in another language. I mean, for me, I don't, I'm I'm not really that upset when someone in another language is trying to talk to me. I just, I just let them know, like, look, you know, don't speak it, so you're going to have to, like, sign some stuff to me or whatever, because, like, two of my best friends are Hispanic, and their parents speak, their first language is Spanish, so when they're trying to communicate with me, it's, like, broken English, and, you know, over time, I've gotten used to it, but, um, I'm not going to say foreigners should know English, but it's just going to be a hard time if they don't know it, if they want to even branch out that's true I mean same thing like if I were to go to Japan and I was going to work over there I would take the time out or find some type of way to learn as much Japanese as I possibly can before I go over there so that when I run into somebody or if I need something I can at least get the basic needs out the way and then my time over there then I'll just continue to learn and to learn and to learn because I don't want to go into a country blind and not know what anyone is saying to me at all I hate not understanding, like, it's happened to me before, like, someone come up to me and ask me a question in, like, a language that I don't know, and I'm just looking at them like, I want to help you, but I just can't, because I can't understand you, and I don't know how to get you to understand me. There's a, um, a lady, a Hispanic lady who just got hired at my job, and she doesn't speak a lick of English, like, at all. And someone else who is Hispanic, who can speak English and Spanish, has to follow her around every day she comes to work and translate for her. So do they work for y'all too? Yeah, everybody everybody works there. But it's just, it pisses me off because I'm like, that's... Our managers and and everybody has a specific job. Now, this manager can't do her specific job because she has to follow around this Hispanic lady and translate for her. And I just, like, she doesn't know English at all. Like, no type of English. And so it's just like, why? That irritates me. And I don't know if it's me being a dick. It might be. But that, it really irritates me. Why would you go somewhere and you don't speak the language that they speak, or you don't, you don't, you can't even, you don't even know the basic words. Like, she doesn't have to talk to us, but just know the basic things so that we know what's going on. What happens if that manager who follows her around is off? Now, we can't communicate with her, and we can't tell her what to do, or what she needs to get done, or we can't, you know, we're supposed to be working together as a team to get something done. Now we can't do that because you don't speak English. Like, that irritates me so much. So I just feel like um, you you should have a basic knowledge. Like, you should know some words at least or be able to put together something to communicate with people who don't speak your language. Real rap raw. Okay, great. So those were all the questions I had. It's a it's a time for encouragement. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So um shortly before recording I found something on Facebook that said, um just forgot it, but I'm gonna paraphrase. It basically was talking about um being comfortable in the skin that you're in. So, you know, we talked about, you know, thick girl problems and thick boy problems or whatever. And you know, you should be proud of who you are, but you should also, you know, want to be healthy. But, you know, there's going to be different body types, you know, so not everybody should be striving to be one type of, you know, body type. So, you know, just enjoy the skin that you're in and, you know, you will flourish. Bars. Okay. So, that's it. Thank you, Jabari, for being on our show today. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I am Kiana Naturally. I am Trap Dizzy. And if you have... Oh, oh, sorry. We forgot Jabari again. Okay. okay. And I am Jabari from 
And this is Inside the Natural Mind. Please follow us on Instagram at Inside the Natural Mind. And also subscribe to us on podcast. It is Inside the Natural Mind. Also follow us on SoundCloud at Inside the Natural Mind. You can also follow all of um, uh, follow Brandy Chronicles on all of these platforms as well. Um, support black uh, businesses. Oh, and also follow my blog, trapgrandma.org. Yes. When do you post? I post every Thursday at 11 o'clock p.m. Central Eastern. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, also, if you have any topics or questions that you want us to discuss and or answer, please email us at inside the natural mind two. That is the number two at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Gerard, for helping us put together. Thank you, Jack. Talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. Uh, follow Brandy Chronicles. Okay.